Hello, everyone. It's me, J-Caps. That's right. J-Caps. The World According to J-Caps is the podcast, and I'm also the guy who is named J-Caps for the podcast, and also for Grading Animals. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Let's hopefully get that fade up to a five-second fade and press the button onto the fade. And here we go. Thank you so much for still listening to the podcast. I know last episode, I think, was might have been a snoozer. It was a real downer energy. Because last week, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, it was the the festival. It was only the second. It was only like the second night of the festival in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. And I would continue to get further depressed at that festival. Um, I think it was just the. I think it was just the bleakness of it all. It was a very empty city. I had that whole thing happen with the the Annex du Nord not wanting to stay at a hostel. And then, I don't know, it was just like super empty and I felt like kind of bummed. I felt, I kept, I felt kind of bummed that like, um, just that it was costing me money and, you know, I don't know. But anyway, I'm glad I went. I did have fun. I did enjoy superior wisconsin actually more than i enjoyed duluth i was staying in superior and i liked walking around and i liked this one particular diner i had a nice conversation with a waitress in a diner in superior illinois and you know i think i'll i think i'll remember that diner forever so you know what i had a good time i'm gonna say that it all worked out and i had a good time at the uh Minnesota website webfest, but I will say that the um, I have not gotten my refund back for the Annex du Nord, so I'm angry. I had now I had a bad time. I feel burned for 375 bucks that I put down to um to to uh, stay at a hostel, which was my bad. Honestly, how old am I that I thought staying at a hostel was going to be good? I know this is a very quick recap of the 25 minutes I spent on this last week, but I'm just getting back into this episode. I feel I feel better. Um, but let's just jump into something. I know I didn't, obviously, I haven't asked for suggestions, but let's just jump in, into something because this has been an eventful week. This just in. Actually, oh, I feel I didn't start that right. Wait a second, I screwed that one up too. I what am I gonna say? Hold on a second. Caps, what do you want to talk about right now? Why are you why are you hedging the next bit? I don't know, self. You know, I wanted to say the perfect thing with the news intro. Cause I have a I feel like it's a surprise, and I just I couldn't I like backed my way into it and I flubbed the line. But Caps, what are you talking about the line? This is a podcast. A podcast, I'll remind you, that nobody listens to. What are you afraid of? Screwing up a thing that completely doesn't matter? You're right, Caps. How come I don't just feel like this on the inside and then just do whatever on the podcast? Silly, stupid Caps. You don't do that because you're horribly insecure and possibly depressed. You stupid fucking retard loser idiot. All right, so what was I saying? Okay, cool. So I was going to say, 
in a shocking reversal. I went to a pavement concert this week with my old friend, and it turned out maybe I don't know as many pavement songs as I think I do. Holy shit. Caps reveals himself to not be as big a pavement fan as he thinks. The indie rock cabal. Wait. The Indie Rock um, Cabal Association has revoked Jay Caps's Indie Rock card. Starting. Starting in September, Jay Caps will be dropped from the official Indie Rocker roster held in Seattle, Washington, America. It's a dossier of all of the indie rockers, but no longer caps. So what happened is I went to the pavement concert with my friend, my friend Wooly. In fact, old friend of mine from back from high school, not from high school, back from like 20. And I've been with, friends with this kid for like 20 years. He's one of my oldest friends. Um, and he, he bought me a ticket to pavement. And I was like, pavement? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm talking about gold sounds i'm talking about cut your hair i'm talking about um uh what do you call that other song where he's like go smacks all the pulse i'll follow if my walkman fades it's absolutely nothing nothing but my snow one but myself to range life shout out range life i'm talking about um something 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 it's very sarcastic sound anyway i was thinking of all these songs but then i get to the concert and there's all these songs i've never heard before i was like what the fuck is going on? I thought this band had like four albums tops, and I was pretty sure I definitely heard at least three of them. But there was just so many goddamn other songs. It's what turns out a mystery pavement album was discovered at this concert. An album I only had heard about in passing called Wowie Zowie. So apparently this band Pavement had come out with an album back in the 90s that I never heard before. And I've gone on for probably my entire lifetime never hearing this album and therefore never building a connection like I have to other songs. Songs such as Gold Sounds, songs such as Cut Your Hair, songs such as the one that goes like Ghost maps are the puzzle I'll follow. If my Walkman fades, it's absolutely no one, no one but myself. To Range Life, the name of the album is Range. Song is Range Life, and other songs like the one that goes. So all these pavement songs, but there's other songs that they have from this album Wowie Zowie. That so I'm at the concert, and it was in this gorgeous this gorgeous building called the King's Theater in downtown Brooklyn that I've never been to before, but it looks like holy. It's like an ornate, opulent, Sistine Chapel-looking, ancient, beautiful theater that you would expect to either see like, I don't know, an opera with, a, with a, an obese woman wearing like a yak skull with the horns 
but like a metal plated yak skull on top of her head wearing like a onesie but covered with fur and singing opera also blonde and also huge titties like gigantic like one boob you could stuff your entire face into and you'd have boob on the bottom sides and top of your head and still there would be plenty of boob on the side to also smush your hands into like a like a big huge like sofa pillow right that's right so either that or the type of thing that would go on in this theater is a guy would shoot a president right so but i mean this was beautiful theater and and i go to see pavement so they're like an indie rock band and I, we get there and it's actually the first concert I've been to since the pandemic. Um, so, you know, I was like nervous. I, I had not been to a big concert. What do you want from me? Like, fuck, like, so, all right. So I didn't go to a concert immediately after COVID. Jesus Christ. Let me, cut me some fucking, cut me some fucking slack, everybody. Like, okay, so I didn't. Like, so COVID didn't end and I didn't rip my mask off and run face first into like, like a subway car where a homeless person had literally just taken a warm, hot shit. Okay. So that's not the first thing I did after COVID ended. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. So I didn't fucking. So, yeah. So I didn't go to like the Foo Fighters the minute that the pandemic ended. Okay. So, so sue me. Right. But in any case, um, so I went to this concert and I didn't wear a mask, okay? So is are you happy? Are you fucking happy now? I saw people wearing old school N95, you know, the one that goes around your neck and the back of your head that like, it's like with huge ass rubber bands. I saw people in the full on face mask, um, you know, like with the clear plastic mask, uh, bonnet, uh, you know, N95 mask, also gloves, also like the blue scrubs. I saw people, so it's like, I'm not the, so like, I'm not that level of fucking afraid of COVID, okay? It's 2022, almost the end of it. I'm not dressed up like that, so I didn't wear my mask, all right? Can you cut me some fucking slack already? So I go to this concert, maskless, right? And we get there and the opening band is playing. And again, I can't stress how gorgeous this place looks inside. It looks like the most beautiful theater. Like, it looks like Radio City almost. It's like gold carvings on the wall. It's insane. So we go there and, of course, a shitty, uh, a shitty indie rock band is playing in the beginning, before the band. Um... And the only reason I'm calling out that they, they they were probably great, but the th- reason I'm calling them out um, is I went to see... Well, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm actually going to say... I'm not... I think that it might have been a pretty hard room to play because the people were not really... They, like, they would be objectively not interested in them, but I feel like they also didn't go as nuts on a stage like that. I feel like that stage, it really is imposing and... I'm going to say this. I don't think even pavement was right for that stage. They were like, two, they, like that stage, again, requires two things. Either a gigantic 
Nordic woman singing opera wearing like horns and she has like a onesie but is covered in hair or a, a president getting shot by another guy and it's and it's Abraham Lincoln who by the way he um I think he had something to do with uh ending slavery I think though don't quote me on that but I think Abraham Lincoln the guy who I'm I'm making a joke about John Wilkes Booth who famously shot the president Abraham Lincoln, Abraham J. Lincoln, uh, t- uh, of the Lincoln Town Cars. If you ever heard of Lincoln Continental, Lincoln Town Cars, as well as being, I think, either somewhere like 14th, 15th, 16th, or 17th president, one of those, but definitely a president of the United States. And definitely, and I'm going to go out, and I'm not sure, don't quote me on this. But I think that he did play a part in the ending of slavery to some extent. One could say, one could wager that he was in the mix somewhere. I'm not sure, though. But in any case, the indie rock bands that was playing the opening band, they, you know, it's a challenging thing. You got to like, you have all of this like opulence imposing upon you as well as like, like all of these aging indie rock douchebags you know funneling into the room like bring like just wafting their years of accumulated snobbery just to like choke the air an air that like on many people's minds also is containing covid so i'm going to say that you guys did the opening band you know that's a tough place to be in i'm going to say looking back on it like was it my favorite music no but when i think about like if they were playing in a smaller basement style, like punk rocky uh, environment, which is where indie rock belongs, by the way, indie rock does not belong in this beautiful, gorgeous theater because it it's not like that precise. That place was like it was like the carvings on the wall were so perfect that it's like. It like seek it like um it, there's like so much like uh precision about it. It's of a time where precision like classical music is, you know, it might not be the most fun thing, but it is the most precise thing. Like we make fun of people who like, you know, how do you get to Carnegie Hall by, you know, having a like a a music coach that literally smacks you in the hand until you bleed. That's like the only way to do it. Um, Anyway, Caps, I'm just going to stop you there. You've you've accumulated the the number of uh, references for the night. Now you have to put away the references. If, uh, you know what's it's causing you to not to be in the moment, okay, Caps? So give it a rest with all the the references that that you that you think you're so clever by putting in. You know what? Uh, I hear you, Spencer. I hear you, Spencer. But the next time you interrupt, you have to put on this music first, okay? You have to say. Just you, you do it again. Caps. Okay, sorry, Caps. I, I, I actually usually I feel that you know I'm the one to, but I, I'll take that one. I think you're right. Caps. Just cool it, all right? You, you're. I think I think, you know, j- tell the story, all right? Don't you don't need to impress anyone with your mediocre wit. All right, cool. I will. All right, I will. I hear you, Spencer. All right. Where was I? Anyway, so I was talking about this pavement concert. So okay, so. There might be a there might be another factor at play 
uh, as to why maybe the opening band might have been really good. They might have been because a strange phenomena happened. But like, you see, what happened was when I saw Pavement and when I found out that they had an, a few, an, another album that I had never heard before and all these people had heard it and were singing along with it. And I was like, what the hell is going on? It momentarily took me out of the fandom that I had for like the four songs that I do know. And what happened was it made me observe the whole night in like a kind of detached, like a, an observer of culture, because it's one thing to know a song and sing along and be like, this is my song, right? But it's an entirely different thing to be in a big, huge room with people literally sold out, like a gigantic, huge theater completely sold out with people who all love this band and then you know the band too, but then a song comes on that you've never heard before, but people are giving like 25 years of rocking out to this song energy and you're just like, wow, this is, I'm getting to see this thing like an observer and it was, it was kind of, it was beautiful. You know what? I'm going to say that as I saw that, my my heart grew three sizes that day. Caps, I told you no more references, Caps. I told you that's that's one more. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to you now you're on your you have to watch. You have to watch yourself. No more. Okay, Caps? I'm I'm sorry. I just felt like that was like I felt like saying that my heart grew three times. Stop it. Stop that shit. I just thought it was like because you know why? Okay, so here's why. Okay, I'm going to do it now. You see, I was there. I was hanging out with my, my good friend who took me to the show. And that was awesome. But the weird thing was, watching Pavement after all these years, and then finding out that I wasn't really that big a fan of them, because I obviously hadn't known about this other album and possibly another album, I was like, wow. Do I even have a connection to this indie rock shit at all? I mean, I definitely like Built to Spill, but could it be? And I definitely like Sonic Youth, and it was a huge part of my life. I was in an indie rock band. But maybe I've grown out of it a little bit. Maybe it doesn't mean as much to me anymore. Maybe I'm going... This is like revisiting a person who I once was years ago. And it's like you're kind of remembering your own childhood. And it's sad. You know, and it was kind of like, you know, um, it was a little not depressing, but you felt that the years have gone by because, like I said, indie rock in the beginning, back in the day, so when it was when I was like 11 years old, I first heard about um, I was first into Tori Amos, but then I got into Nirvana both in the same year and Nirvana. It seemed like this adventure. I think I was too young to really understand how totally hopeless and depressing it was but i soon found out when the guy from nirvana blew his face off with a with a machine gun <laughs> he blew his kurt cobain allegedly blew his face off with the machine gun we just never realized 
when first examined from when his face got blown off, we had thought he used just a shotgun, but he used a machine gun. So Kurt Cobain used a machine gun to blow his brains out all over. They're still finding pieces of his brains. So back when I first heard Nirvana, though, I was too little and dumb to know how dark and depressing, like, the godfather of indie rock really was. But, so what happened was, I just liked indie rock because of the twinkly-ass guitars. And later, I heard about this band called Sonic Youth, who apparently were the coolest band of all time, even though I was into, um, like I said, The Cure and Tori Amos and other questionably uh, heterosexual things. That, you know, at the time, at the time, you know, it's like, you were really, in the in the early 90s, to be into The Cure and Tori Amos as a boy, you're really treading a thin line. You know, I gotta say, that was like, and I was into The Kids in the Hall? Why, I was downright homosexual back then, considered. But now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm as straight as they come, you know. But, um, but back then, listening to all that gay music... Which brings me to Pavement. Um, so I'm listening to these songs, and everybody... So we're talking about the mid-ass 90s, and everybody from that time who was a teenager then is an old, old person now. I mean, there's no way around it. I know that like one of the things about indie rock is like you stay young forever, and you're sort of like this cool, like know-it-all-y, smart-alecky, snarky person, but... Unfortunately, time comes for all for all of us, and eventually you're just going to be an, like an old gray bastard. Remember old dirty bastard? Well, in indie rock they have old gray bastard. And old <laughs> and old gray bastard, by the way, he's not cool. He's an old gray bastard. Nobody nobody anymore like gives a shit about his cultural cachet on indie rock. In fact, they haven't for a long time. Hopefully, Old Dirty Bastard is coming out tonight. Hopefully, Old Gray Bastard is coming out to this pavement show just to relive a little piece of his youth and then hopefully get back to his family, which is the only place that he will ever find love. And if he hasn't figured that out and is still trying to be like a 65-year-old lone wolf out on the prowl trying to, trying to hook up with hot indie rock girls, I mean... I guess power to him, but I mean, he's he doesn't look like the cool indie rock guy anymore. Now, now he looks like old gray bastard. So the the whole show was filled up with old gray bastard and old gray bastardettes, like mostly, which is what I'm, which is I think the new name for what indie rockers become. And all the people at the pavement show were old old gray bastards. Uh, myself, I'm becoming an old gray bastard, but I'm not. But like. I think that what I found out was I'm not a big enough Pavement fan to claim that I'm a Pavement fan. And it makes sense, because I did not buy the ticket. My friend bought the ticket. Now, I'm going to go on an aside. I did have a great time at this show. I actually feel like it was one of the best shows, not concerts, like the music was actually, as I said, I hardly even knew any of it. But I had fun with my friend, you know, it was cool to be like, um, to be in the world again. You know, um, I have not, you know, it was like, it was like a big event that I went to and I wouldn't have gone on my own. 
So it was pretty fun. Um, so I'm going to say the pavement gets a ding. The pavement show gets a ding. Um, well, so now I'm going to go with what works and check out what's happening in the news. Courtesy of Google News, a website that tells me what the news is. And it's on my computer, and it's called news.google.com. Breaking news.google. W S dot Google got dot com. G G G O L G O L E dot com. N E W S dot G go G O G G O G L G dot com. And that's news.google.com. All right. Uh, now I'm going to talk about... Um, by the way, you're listening to WJKAPS. I don't know. I just figured I'd hit that button. I, You know what? I have these buttons. I, do, I only have these buttons. Let's go through the buttons. All right? Let's just... We're about to get into the news. But before we get to the news, let's do a recap of all the buttons on the soundboard. Seems like a good gimmick to do 26 minutes into the show. Ha- has this... What What should we talk about? Pavement again? Boring. All right. To- tonight. The first button is a radio sound. So if you want to say, like, ready, guys? Uh, on the next part. If you're listening right now, wake up. Wake up, asshole. Let's, let, let's really pay attention to something. Let's do something here. All right? Y- you think this is so easy? All right, you do it. All right, I want in your head, if you're listening right now, I want you to say, all right, I'm going to, um, when he presses the button, I'm going to say it's W-J-K-A-P-S. You don't have to use that. You can do your own initials. Make up your own fucking radio station name, all right? But I'm going to hit the button for the radio intro, and you just do a little intro, all right? Ready? One, two, three. You're listening to J-Caps, the, the shark, or something like that. That works, right? Um, see, that one wasn't that good either. So, right? So, and I, so I have a few of those radio buttons. And, um, Caps, I'm just cutting in here because I am your friend, and I don't want you to um, go down a bad road. But I think, in my opinion, pushing every individual button on your soundboard... <laughs> And telling the audience about it is not the right move right here. That's not the move, okay? I'm sorry, Caps. I don't know what in your brain makes you think that it's a good idea to stop the show and go through every one of your four pages of buttons on on the uh, soundboard in the middle of the episode and just take up and just kill possibly a half hour with that stupid th- with the doing that. That seems so stupid. What are you thinking? You need, you really need to get a guest to fucking even you out. Thank you. Thank you so much, Spencer. No, you know what? I shan't. Well, no, I, sh- I shall be getting guests, but I shan't be getting a guest just because you say that it's insane to do that. I mean, yes, now that you frame it that way, it does sound totally stupid and insane. But why bring that negativity into it? You know what I mean? Like, why not? 
what maybe we'll discover something at the end of like radio button number five. What's gonna happen after <laughs> after we hit radio button number five? I mean, is that any better than me literally talking to a figment of my own imagination on the show? You, Spencer Fullerton Baird, who cuts in every time that I doubt myself? The fuck is that about? What, what should I do? Should I do the fucking bit or should I talk to you? I don't know, Caps. I don't know. Whatever works. Just do whatever works, okay, Caps? That's all I want. I want the best for you, Caps, okay? okay? You're right, Spencer. You're right. You're listening to WJ Caps, the shark. All right, and I have, and I feel like that did jump the shark. So let's get into finally getting into news, or will Caps backtrack on this bit and go back to hitting the radio buttons? I don't think so. The radio buttons were the equivalent of bombing, so it was it felt awkward. Let's get to the news. Okay. All right. So now. In the top stories, Ukrainian troops overrun Russian forces. They break through the lines in recently annexed Kershaw. Um, and, okay, and the U.S. to send more advanced weapons. Live updates. Okay, so... The, okay, so I have been following the Ukrainian versus Russian, um, the war. It's going on, and it's... If you want to know who's playing, it's Ukrainian which is orange and yellow. It, no, Ukrainian is blue, light blue and yellow. And Russia is red, obviously. And those are the two main teams. Um, and in the beginning, I thought it was in the bag for Russia. It seemed like Russia was just going to come in and fucking wreck Ukraine so bad. Like just fucking really fucking bring the heat. Right. And I think they did. I think mostly they did. But in a in a stunning reversal, Ukrainian troops now are overrunning the uh, Russian forces and they broke through the lines in the annexed Kershaw. Now, that is a thing that I understand very well, because if you were listening last week, I actually... So one of the most depressing parts of last week's episode, besides the whole episode, if you listen to the show, you know last episode was a real bummer. And this, as, bo- as bad as I'm bombing now, nothing could be worse than actually listening to whatever the fuck I was doing last week. So, and the reason I was probably depressed over there was because I had to stay in a place called the Annex du Nord. And I don't, that, I didn't end up staying there. As you know, I didn't stay there because I'm too good to stay in a hostel. Ultimately, I was like, fuck this. I'm, I, can't, I can't stay in a shitty place, right? So, similarly, Ukrainian troops overrun Russian forces break through lines in recently annexed Kershaw, which is similar to the place that I stayed at, Annexed du Nord. Because of the name Annexed, Annexed du Nord is a, a motel. It's not even a fucking motel. It's a... It's a <laughs> It's a fucking um, hostel, like in the movie Hostel. It's like, I don't know, a movie Hostel is like you go there and a guy, I don't know, I think what happens in it is like you think you're going to fuck like, ironically, like a, like a Ukrainian hot model, like like a babe, but then it turns out she's involved with killers and you ended up getting like your spleen cut out. And that's 
the kind of thing that pla- happens in places, hostels, like the Annex de Nord. And um, the Ukrainian forces broke through lines in recently annexed Kershaw. So, as you can see, the name Annex du Nord and the sentence recently annexed Kershaw, you can, you can see that there's a lot of similarity there. So, anyway, so anyway, like, and in another, in another part of the sentence that I think I read before, U.S. to send more advanced weapons to the Ukraine. So, this is a thing that I could, this is the thing that I do know about. So, have you guys heard about um, the guy, what's his name, Tesla? His name is Elon Musk, and he made the company Tesla. Did you guys hear about that guy? He has. He also makes spaceships, I think. And he he actually just the other day came out with um, a real life T one thousand caps. What do you? What did I go and tell you before? You're not allowed. You're not allowed to make references. <laughs> I can't believe you, dude. I can't believe you're stopping every single bit to do this to me. It's laughable. I'm laughing at that. You know, caps. I'm serious. I'm saying that you can't... People don't know what you mean by T-1000 anymore. If you say T-1000, they they think you're talking about a sewing machine. They think that you're you're talking about this, the Singer T-1000, a sewing machine, and nothing more. (laughs) You know what, dude? Fuck you. What the hell, Spencer Fulton Baird? You don't know shit. Everybody knows about the T-1000, all right? T-1000's from the movie Terminator, which came out in... 1992. Wait a minute. 1992. That's the same year that Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes and Nirvana album Nevermind came out. And the album Slanted and Enchanted by Pavement. An album I think I only heard one time. And only vaguely remember the song Summer Babe. And I just went to a pavement concert, but it's the year 2022, which is, I think, 20 years after 1992. Or maybe it could even be 30 years after 1992. How would we ever, how would we ever find out? So... What I was trying to say is that in 1992, um, I forget what I was trying to say about that, but it had something to do with, oh, it had something to do with The Terminator. The Terminator came out in 1992. I don't have to hit the X-Files music again. We understand the implications. And Elon Musk just came out with a T-1000, but... You know what? Actually, to be honest, it just looks like one of those T-1000 drone-ass robots that, you know, like, remember when when T-1000, when Terminator first sends himself back to 1984, right? Which is a year you have to have been born in to even like Indie Rock later on. And actually, 84, Indie Rock's going to come along in... Actually, no, actually only like 10 years later, so... In a way, it's also port. It's also what I would call portentous. 
that uh, 1984 is when you would be a kid when T-1000 came out. But anyway, when he comes back, I think actually from the year 2022. Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. This, this, this story gets just more and more crazier. Because as, when you think about it, what year did, did the rise of the machines happen? The rise of the machines happened in 2015. What year did the internet start getting really shitty? 2015, right? That's when we first hear about all this fucking annoying... Like, well, that's when the internet really stopped being fun and started getting real, really shitty. I knew you were, I knew you were going to buzz me because I did the real, the real world reference. Caps, I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah, I know. But, Spencer, let me fucking ask you this, dude. What year was the first real world? 1990. But kids still watched it in 1992. And by 1993 and 1994, MTV would have marathons of the real world where people started getting real. And that's when that's and do you remember when I said the sentence that the internet started getting real? Really annoying? Do you remember that part, Spencer? Listen to me. Do you remember the part when I said that just before? Well, the sentence from the real world when it says you're getting real and when I said the thing about how the internet was getting real real that was like that sentence was like that you know Caps I can't argue with that I can't argue with that you know what you get a pass if you want to make a reference to this episode I won't stop you I, I apologize and I'm actually you know a lot of times I accuse you of being a bad host um, and all sorts of other things I can't think I probably say 15 negative things about you every episode. Like, on the bit. When you do a bit, I'm always there to t- to tear the bit down from the inside. But I'm going to say that I might be wrong here, and I might, I might say that I may have acted a little rashly. And for that, I apologize. And you know what? I think that your coverage on the Ukraine is actually... It's actually what we re- really need right now, because I think a lot of people who are listening right now may not have checked Google News today. And without your reporting, they might have never known that what what happened. In, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for, for interrupting you. Thank you, Spencer. Um, okay, so... Okay, so I'm going to actually go on. So I feel like depressed. I, I don't know. I feel like that was very emotional. So I'm just going to move on to the next story. I don't know if there was... There was anything more except that, like Elon Musk um, made T-1000s, and the U.S. are going to send them to uh, Ukraine to try to beat up the Russians, which is I think I think awesome, dude. I would love, especially if they gave one of those T-1000s like a Russian accent or like Arnold Schwarzenegger accent, and the T-1000s would just come along to the fucking Russian troops and they'd be shooting all types of like machine guns and be like, ping, 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 like all these bullets flying off the Elon Musk T2s and then they're like marching in like they got their red eyes and they're like looking like they're you know how like a a skull looks like it's smiling like it's got its teeth out like baring its teeth like grinning but it's a robot and it's like walking in its robot way like I am coming for you 
You, you know, you don't even have to. Do, you don't even. You don't even have to do that, Spencer. I know, I know that that I could. That robot sucked. Caps. I. You know, I can't help it. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, man. I appreciate it. You know what, dude? Like, you're right. I should. It didn't need it. You know, it didn't need. I am a robot. I don't know, Caps. You know, maybe. You know, the problem is you. Sometimes you need liftoff, right? You need somebody to co-sign like a stupid voice. Yeah, I know, I do. I need somebody to co-sign a stupid robot voice, but I never need someone to co-sign a stupid, pretentious British asshole voice. That one, everyone gets for free. Hell yes, dude. Good one, Caps. Awesome. All right. North Korea fires missile over Japan, stopping trains and sparking a warning message. North Korea... Or, as I like to call it, North Korea, 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 Korea. <laughs> Darling, don't you go and cut your hair. Do you think it's going to make him jam? Just a boy with a new haircut. And that's a pretty nice haircut. Corporation bins and chops a must. No big hair. Songs mean a lot when songs are bought and so are you and the plot thickens so North Korea North Korea involved in the 90s what is going on what's going on why are all these things coinciding at the same time pavement a band who famously has the song where it says Korea at the end and then a North Korea firing a missile over Japan. Just as sales from Pavement's album Slanted and Enchanted soared over the Japanese band Chibo Mato in the year 1996 upon the release of this, the album with Shady Lane on it, which also was a good album. Shady Lane, a song I know by Pavement. And a song they did not play. Coincidence? Anyways, so that's what's going on. So apparently, North Korea, who is an asshole. If you ever heard of North Korea, you'll soon learn that this country is a real asshole. The way they treat their people. The way. the You think that you're getting fucked in America? You think that? You stupid idiot. If you really think that you're getting so fucked over, then maybe you should check out how North Koreans are doing. You know what you should do? Next chance you get, go to the airport and go to North Korea and see for yourself. Why don't you go and see for yourself firsthand what kind of bullshit this is going on over there? You think you're having a bad day? Maybe visit, visit beautiful North Korea at this time of year, right? But you know what? North Korea should not fuck around. And honestly, pavement shouldn't fuck around. If I was pavement, I wouldn't egregiously... First of all, pavement, a band who tried to beat... Uh, you know, if you know indie rock history, like, like I said, Sonic Youth was always a friend to Japanese bands. They were friends with Chibo Mato, I think. And they were friends with another band... 
They were friends with a band called Half Japanese, which is only half Japanese. Um, they were also friends with a band um, called Shonen Knife, also a Japanese band, right? But Pavement, you never see Pavement. Pavement's friends with Bidu Bobby, but that was like two years ago. And Bidu Bobby, I don't, I think Bidu Bobby might be Japanese. So, okay. So it's like one to three Sonic Youth in the lead of being friends with Japanese bands. But how can we look past the sins of pavement for saying Korea a lot at the end of that song? Was he being uh, racist? I don't know. I'll let the kids decide. I'll let the kids nowadays who weren't there in the first place to decide whether pavement are racist fucking, um, like not even, not even human, just fucking racists, not even a human. Like you could open up the inside of Stephen Malcolmus's chest. You could like take a knife and like carve his chest open and you would find nary a heart beating for what you would find would be like a circuit board, not unlike a T-1000. And you'd be like, that makes a lot of sense. Because you said the so- you said in that song, Korea, at the end of the song, how dare you? You're a fucking racist piece of shit. And it makes sense that you're just a fucking robot inside. And that's why, that's why we're going to put, I don't know. We're going to put him in a robot jail. We're going to send him to the future where actually in the the future, like they stomp out human skulls. It doesn't really matter. It's like, it actually sucks pretty hard. That's one thing that they said that back in the, um, back in the, back in the nineties when they had a movie like, uh, like, um, like a great movie, like Terminator two or also known as T2. Um, and what they said was that our old idea of the future being a robot dystopia, was all wrong. What our um, what our future actually he- held was going to be this slippery, slimy computer robot that could identity steal anybody and make you not believe or even understand what was real or fake at all. And it would use that insidious way to like stab you to death because it could turn its very flesh, which was liquid metal into like knives and chop and chop down any barrier and an old robotic like tube amp style indie rock robot could never compete with the computerized digital precision of a T2 so of like you see what i'm saying so um you know and it's and it's just like it's just like when you hit um this button which is the first button after the last radio. You're listening to J-Caps, W-J-K-A-P-S, the world according to J-Caps. The next button is lucky number seven, Mark Snow's X-Files theme, a show that premiered in 1994. This is, we're going deep today. There's things that are connecting that we never, that I've never heard of before. Um, I used to be a big fan of the X-Files, huge fan. Um, But the weird thing was, I didn't get into it uh, in 1994. I got into it in 1998. 
You know it's a band I never heard until 2002? Pavement. I actually didn't hear Pavement until later on. I think I only got into Pavement in 2002. I had never really ever heard them in my teen years. And that's why I'm getting my... And, and that's why I'm getting my Indie Rock card revoked. I... J-Caps comes out and says he never knew about Pavement until he was 22. He comes clean. He can no, no longer claim that he's an indie rocker guy. And ultimately, that's what, I, that's what I've come on the podcast today to say. I know I've covered it up with a lot of gimmicks and jokes and shit, um, but the, what I want to truly say is that I never knew about Pavement until I was 22 years old, until my band bookstore had already been like making songs i knew about other bands like built to spill sonic youth uh the cure tori amos you know those four bands but i'd never heard of pavement in my teen years they just escaped me i was into nirvana um and and uh yeah so in any case when it came time to know about pavement i guess i just like like did a cheat sheet and i only listened to a few albums and then I never explored them further and so when everyone was singing at the concert I was just like leaning back I'm like what everyone's you guys are you guys are being weird what the hell's going on why is everybody acting like this like when they were playing the songs I knew I was like I was like rocking out but then like they were playing these songs I've never heard before, and everyone's going on like they've heard these songs for a million billion years I'm like how is this even possible what am like, like? What the fuck am I looking at? So, anyway, so anyways, um, thank you guys, thank you guys all for listening. This has been a fun show. Um, should I do another bit of news? I think I don't know. I think that we're I think we're good, right? I think I think we're good, guys. See you next week, and um, I don't know something else. Okay, bye.